Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper with you. This podcast, all about growing your podcast, building a bigger audience, making a bigger message that people care about, spreading that message, making impact with that message, and making money with your message. This is the audio version of my weekly newsletter. It is called Big Podcast Insider. You can find it at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Everything that I talk about on this episode, there are associated links. They are all at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. In this episode, the origin story. Forget the influencers. Here come the de-influencers. Bonus content for podcast listeners. Don't become complacent. Threads versus Twitter. What we're learning from the Reddit blackout and also some classified ads, podcasting tools I think you'll want to be aware of. This episode brought to you by Riverside.fm, the leading platform to record studio-quality remote podcasts and videos. If you're doing remote interviews, Riverside.fm is the way to step up your audio game, but also make things easy on you and your guests. It's very intuitive. It's easy to use. Your guests don't need to install anything. You simply send them a link. They can join Riverside Studio from the browser. Riverside records locally on your computer and your guest's computer. Everything gets uploaded into the cloud. You can then mix, manipulate, do post-production on your file, make it sound even better. You can try it for free. Go to riverside.fm. They'll give you a couple of hours to check it out. And if you haven't checked it out already, do it. You owe it to yourself. Riverside.fm. Check it out for a couple of hours. If you want a discount, let me give you the code. It gets you 15% off. That code, big podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's riverside.fm. The code to get 15% off. Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. As I mentioned, this is the audio edition of my newsletter. I'm covering a few things, and in between those things, you will hear this sound. That's how you know I'm moving on. If you want to follow along, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's go. The origin story. People are crazy about Disney. I met a woman who did movie production for Disney. This was at a wedding, and she upstaged the bride. (laughs) She was very happy to be working at Disney. And people would hear this. This is actually how I got in on this conversation. So I said, oh, there's somebody here. She works at Disney. So I go over there. She's already talking to a ton of people. And they're asking her all these questions. What was it like to work on this movie? What was it like to work on that movie? So many people coming over to see her. You would have thought it was her wedding. Disney is full of legends. They're full of attention to detail. For example, the hitching post. If you've been to Disney World, you've seen these. They're stripped and repainted each night. So they look fresh the next morning for that day's guest. I asked one of the VPs at Disney, is that true? Are you painting the fence of Main Street every day and wait until the very last minute so you know that that paint is dry right before the park opens? He said, I don't know about that, but they do paint them quite often. We've got a lot of attention to detail at Disney. One of the most interesting details at Disney is that everything has an origin story. Every character, every movie, every ride, everything. You will find it helpful to have that same level of detail for your podcast. Doing this adds depth to what you do. It gets listeners connected to it. How did you start? How is each segment connected? What's the story behind the music that you use, the audio imaging that you use? If you get clear on these stories and you get good at telling them, that's going to make people more interested in your podcast. On my broadcast show, it's called Music Business Radio. It is an interview show about the music industry. I interview musicians, heads of record labels, A&R guys, promotion people. If you're in the industry of music, you are the type of person that I interview. I was pitching the show, and the guy who ultimately went on to produce me, we still work together, he said, eh, I don't know. 
I don't know. This seems a little inside, which is something that you're going to hear if you go to broadcast radio, because broadcast radio, as the name would suggest, broadcasts that signal to a lot of people. They wanted to capture as many people as possible. So right there in the pitch meeting, I've got the guy who ultimately went on to produce me. I've got station management, three or four people in the room. And I'm thinking, oh boy, they're thinking that the audience is not big enough for what it is that I want to do. So on the fly, I come up with this idea. It was something from a live event that we used to do. Actually, a series of live events. I used to do a conference every year in Nashville. And we had this thing where we'd have a panel of music business people, A&R people, record label people, and you could pitch them your demos. This is 2005. American Idol was big, big, big. And we used to do this thing listening to demos. It was kind of like American Idol. Maybe we could do this on the radio. So I pitched that idea. That's how the idea came up. We call it Dave's Demo Derby. Listeners from around the world, they will send us demos. We'll play them live on the air for the very first time. I've never heard them. The guest has never heard them. We offer our reactions and we discuss them. That is the origin story for that segment. It's really the origin story for the show itself because I'm not sure had that segment not been added on the fly by me in that meeting that they would have said yes to this. That's what I'm talking about. Having an origin story. How did you get started? It's like meeting your wife or your husband or your significant other. How'd you guys meet? Everybody's got one. People love telling it and it gets you interested in that couple. This is going to get people interested in your show, in the segments within your show. Consider that. By the way, if you want segment ideas, I've got a book called 101 Podcast Episode Templates. It's 99 cents on Amazon right now. If you want all the links, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Forget the influencers. Here come the (laughs) de-influencers, which are still influencers, by the way. Online trends, they come and go, then they come around again. So the de-influencers that I'm mentioning here, and I've got this all linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com, that should not come as a surprise to anybody. Offline trends are the same way. Teenagers today, they're wearing many of the exact same things that I was wearing when I was that age. And probably people before me, Vans, you may be familiar with that shoe company, introduced in 1966. And since then, every generation has worn them. Somebody said, oh man, yeah, you can go on the website, you could customize them. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're doing that by mail in 1983, okay? That's nothing new. They've been doing that for years, but it seems like it's new. Something else that I've noticed, and this is where de-influencers come in, when one thing starts to gain traction, something the exact opposite of it will come along. For example, we had high-budget movies and television, then low-budget reality television came along. Now we've got ultra-high-budget movies showing on massive screens to people in stadium seating. Have you been to the movie theater lately? They're not just packing a ton of people in there anymore. You got first class, baby. You got to reserve those seats, kick back, have a big bucket of popcorn. It is a much different experience than you would have had just a few years ago. Sticky floors, mm-mm, no, man. This is luxury, and that's what happens. People go one way, and somebody starts a trend of going the other way. Then the people, or at least some of them, Go that other way. How should you handle it? Let me give you a general thought on this because this is the opposite of what a lot of podcasters do. They're doing something. It's not very popular. They switch and they start doing whatever's popular. But maybe it's not what you want to do. I would flip that. Whatever you want to do, if it's not popular now, it will eventually become popular. 
So my advice to you, if you are chasing trends, stop that now. Instead, go deeper with what you love and be ready when that comes around. I'd love to hear how you're doing it. If you want to reach out to me, Threads, Blue Sky, Mastodon, everything is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Bonus content for podcast listeners. You probably heard the term lead magnet. As you probably know, that's a very popular way of building a mailing list. It basically encourages people to sign up for that list in exchange for some kind of bonus. I'm going to give you some lead magnet ideas that you might find helpful. And this is whether you're trying to build a mailing list or whether you're trying to get listeners of your podcast to do something. I think it's a great idea for you to have a mailing list. But one, not everybody has one. And I think there's some other options that you can use these for that are going to be beneficial to you. For example, as encouragement to get somebody to leave a review for your podcast. You hear a lot of podcasters, write and review, write and review. (laughs) Hey man, if you're going to do that, why not actually give a bonus for doing that? Give that request just a little bit more teeth. Worksheets with action exercises, checklists with easy to follow tasks, templates to let people skip a few steps. You know about printables, comes in a PDF, people printing out, hanging on the wall. Something like a poster, action steps, yoga positions, the Ten Commandments, either from the Bible or from your podcast, planners to help you achieve goals, prompts for self-reflection and discovery. I've seen a lot of podcasters that are in the, uh, let's call it a faith-based space, maybe a Christian slant. They'll have a Bible verse or prompt, something for you to write, journal, contemplate, pray over. These are very popular. Prompts for self-reflection and discovery. Tools like calculators or assessment. These are great. Think about Cosmo. What kind of bitch are you? <laughs> have you ever seen these Cosmo quizzes? Are you being enough of a bitch? A lot of bitches in Cosmo. Anyway, <laughs> you'll never know until you answer a multiple choice quiz. All of this stuff can be done online. That's an assessment. You could also do a calculator. How much money will you make if you invest in Bitcoin or if you invested in Bitcoin during this time when the price was this amount? Calculators are great for any kind of investment, any kind of business podcast, maybe for a weight loss podcast. If you weigh blank now and you want to do this for 30 weeks to get down to this weight, here's what you're going to have to do every week. Calculators are great. I've got a bunch more of these. They are linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I mentioned reaching out to me on social media, also at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I'm on threads, Blue Sky, Mastodon, as I mentioned. Reach out to me. Let me know what you're doing with this bonus content. I may even feature you here on the podcast. You know what? And I'm going to take my own advice. I'm going to sweeten the pot a little bit, asking for ratings and reviews. If you want to rate and review this podcast, great. But let me give you something even better. If you want to reach out to me via threads, Blue Sky, Mastodon, say, hey, David. I really like the podcast. I really like the newsletter. I'm going to leave you a video review. I'm going to write something up for you. I'll say, okay, cool. I will send you a special link to do that. And when you do, I'm going to give you a bonus. I'm not going to say what it is, but you'll be personally working with me. It will be worth your time. So reach out to me on social media. Again, all the links, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Say, hey, Dave, man, I like what you're doing. want to give you a testimonial. going to make it worth your time. Don't become complacent. I love audacity. I am in the gang. So when I saw this meme, and I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com, I thought it was especially funny, but also relatable. If you ask a podcaster about the software that he uses, 
we're the best type of mic. We have a tendency to drag our heels, say, this is how it's done. This is how we've always done it, how we always will do it. And you are doing it wrong. But there are always other options when it comes to your podcast. I think it's smart to change things up on occasion, try new episode formats, new equipment, new ways of production. I did this just recently, a couple ways. If you notice in this podcast right now, Build a Big Podcast, you will see new cover art. I changed it up. Maybe new episode art coming soon. I'm looking at things. I'm evolving. The podcast is evolving. You're evolving. Your podcast is evolving. So why not change it? I'll give you another one. In this episode, this is part of this. I'm actually using Descript to edit. Now I said, hell no, I'm never going to use Descript. Descript sucks. And it does suck for some things. But when it comes to removing bulk, like a story that goes nowhere, a question that needs to be removed entirely, it's not bad. It's not going to keep you from using Audacity or using other audio software to actually listen to your podcast. If you do that, people are going to catch you on Descript. And you can hear this all the time, man. People talking over each other, er, 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 cuts off the end of words, leaves chunks there, leaves little slivers there. But it's not a bad tool when used correctly. Does it save me time? No. It actually adds to the production process. But because I have to go through it once with the script and then once via audio, actually listen to what I've edited. That's two edits instead of one. And that second pass combined with the first pass That's going to let me find more issues than I would have previously, and I end up with a tighter edit. You get a better episode. That's the big lesson. Don't become complacent. If you want to see this meme, it really is pretty funny. Everything is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Threads versus Twitter. Twitter is out. You haven't heard me mention Twitter on this episode. You will likely not hear me mention Twitter again. Why? It's a complete mess. It's not effective anymore. And it's even less effective now than it was last week. Mark Zuckerberg, he's introduced threads. More than 30 million people signed up within the first few hours it was online. This is an example of users are in control. He didn't have something. Now he's got something. Twitter had something. Now, eh, not so much. It's still okay for one-on-one stuff. I'm simply not promoting it. Because most of the people that I deal with, they are gone, man. They are gone 10 years ago. Banging. It was a big party in there. It was great. Very effective. Now, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, the club's still there, but uh, (laughs) the people are gone. I'm curious if you're jumping in, why or why not. Let me know. You can do that via threads. If you're not on threads, Blue Sky or Mastodon. What we're learning from the Reddit blackout. Do you know about the Reddit blackout? If you're not a Reddit user, you might not know about this. But a lot of people just like they've left Twitter, they have also left Reddit or at least changed the ways that they are using Reddit. Big thing to pay attention to here, much like Twitter, is that users are in control. If you're running a business based on user-generated content, you've got to let the users that are generating that content feel some sense of autonomy. This is also true for your podcast. Your podcast, does it exist without listeners? The tree falling in a forest. Does it make a sound? Does it matter? I mean, yeah, your podcast exists, but does it matter if nobody is listening to it? Yeah, it's good for you. You become a better host. You're able to work through some stuff. You have learned communication skills regardless of whether people listen. But when it comes to making real impact, when it comes to making money, when it comes to spreading a message, you need listeners. 
And what has happened with Reddit, with a lot of these forums, they call them subreddits, shutting down is definitely something that you should be aware of because you do not want this to happen to you. One of the ways that you can get listeners involved with your podcast, Pod Inbox, we've talked about it. That's a great place to start. It allows listeners to send audio messages that you can play on your podcast. It works very much like a voicemail. There is a free option. So just to jump in, check it out. It's not going to cost you a thing. Let me give you three easy to produce segment and episode ideas that you can make using Pod Inbox or another similar tool. One is a Q&A. Listeners ask questions and you give them answers. The other one, let's flip that. A and Q. You give a question, trivia, maybe a question of the month. Listeners give answers. You may be familiar with Dave Jackson's School of Podcasting. Every month, question of the month. What software do you use? What's your favorite podcast? What is something that you're doing to promote your podcast that is working for you right now? He gives listeners a phone number, a web link, a way to get in touch with him, and listeners give him that content. It's what I call A and Q, a trivia or maybe question of the month. I like a man on the street check-in. I talked about my show, Music Business Radio. One of the ways that we looked at to get stations involved initially was to have somebody at each affiliate station. So let's say we've got Boston, Austin, Los Angeles, New York, Chicago. We had a man on the street, somebody who was a scene expert that we could check in with. And every week we've got a scene update. All right, David in Nashville, Music Business Radio here. We're going to check in with John in Chicago. What's been happening in the Chicago scene that industry people need to know about this month? John checks in, gives the update. That's the segment. Next week, the check-in is from New York. Next week, Boston. Next week, Austin. Next week, Los Angeles. Then we repeat it. And like having your listeners involved, this was getting station people involved, the people that we needed involved with our show, because they were the ones playing it. It made them feel part of the process. When you can make listeners, maybe guests or people you want to promote your podcast, when you can make them involved, they are more likely to promote it, continue listening, tell their friends, get engaged with you, and not ever stop listening. So consider this. This is a good way to do it. Learn from Reddit, learn from Twitter, because without community, we are nothing. I mentioned it already. If you want more episode ideas, I've got a book, 101 podcast episode templates on sale right now at amazon.com. You can go there and search for it, 101 podcast episode templates, or just go to newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I've got it linked. Classified ads for you. Things I think you should know about. Swell AI automates writing podcast summaries. I call them episode notes, articles, social posts, and more. You can manage multiple shows in one dashboard. It builds custom templates for each show. You simply upload your audio and it automatically gives you the episode notes that you want. It connects with Google Drive, Dropbox, and Zoom. It is very easy to have full, accurate, and helpful episode notes for your listeners using Swell AI. I've got it linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Also, Cave Day. Be more productive with Cave Day, the virtual co-working solution used by creatives at Netflix, Spotify, and Amazon. I've been using this for the last, I don't know, two or three years. It's a monthly service, virtual co-working. You're working from home. There's nobody around you, but you're connected via Zoom to Cave Day. And there are all sorts of great people on there. I can't tell you how many people I've met from Netflix. It's really interesting because they'll have a check-in at the beginning of each session. Hey, what are you working on? Where are you from? What are you working on? People say, well, I'm working on a script. I'm working on a story. I've got artwork, whatever. A lot of creative people, many of them in podcasting and audio. I've met some really great people. I've got a link for you to try this for $1. You're instantly connected to other creative people and you're going to get more work done because after that initial check-in, it takes about five minutes. 
You work, 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 work. 55 minutes later, do another quick check-in. 55 minutes later, another quick five minutes check-in. See who's in that group. Work, 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 work. Go on as long as you want. They've got one hour and three hour sessions. If you're looking to be more focused, get more done, you can do it with Cave Day. Hey, when you're ready to work with me, you want to do one-on-one stuff, really take your podcast to the next level. I've got something called Big Podcast AMP, A-M-P. It stands for Audio Monetization Program. This is the URL for you to get more information. It's bigpodcast.com slash AMP, A-M-P. Again, it stands for Audio Monetization Program. This is a group coaching program working one-on-one with me several times each month. It will get you instantly connected with other podcasters, other people in the podcasting space. And because of that, you will have a more successful podcast. I've got all the details at bigpodcast.com slash AMP. It's not for everybody. It may not be for you, but check it out. Bigpodcast.com slash AMP. Thanks for listening to Build a Big Podcast. If you want to make sure that you never miss an episode, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That's the way to do it. And I've made it very easy on you. Three links, one for iPhone, one for Android, one for an RSS feed. I've got a QR code that you can scan. One click is all it takes. Get subscribed. It costs you nothing. You will never miss an episode. You'll get everything that I release. And if you ever decide, ah, this isn't for me anymore. That's cool. Just back right up. Leave with no hard feelings. You and I will still remain friends. I'll be here whenever you're ready to work with me. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Go there right now before you forget. And I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.